Here we go. This is it. Uh, this is episode number 251. You missed 250. It was last week. This is 251 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson. I am the host here at Acme Comedy Company. And with me, oh, thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. Always got to mention them. I am here today with someone who has been here, as we were just talking about, the first episode that no one heard, so it doesn't exist. Also, episode, I wrote them down, 50, 99, 151, 203, and now 251, Mary Mack. But I always miss the landmarks. Yeah, I miss. There's something I to that. Just <laughs> miss the landmark episodes. It's it's okay. So Wait, I'm, were you on the first one? I was, but it didn't record. Oh. Yeah. Oh wait, there's another oh, voice. Sorry. Whose voice is that? <laughs> I jumped the gun a little. No, bit. you didn't. No, you didn't. I need to. No, I should have introduced you right there. That's Claudia Kogan. Hey. Kogan, correct? Kogan, that's perfect. Sweet. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's great to be here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mary. Exactly. Back to that. You. Um, you yeah, you blew it. Back to that. Yeah. You, you blew it. You I really blew it, and you hitting the big numbers. But look what I brought you this week. I brought you a guest from New York City. Who is super funny. She is the first time in Minneapolis, right? This is my first time here, yeah. I mean, she's got a lot of great stories. So I make up for it by bringing you you extra special guests. I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and we should explain so um, oh, everybody knows. You're headlining this week, Mary. Yeah. And you brought Claudia along. Do you guys... Uh-huh. Uh, to, in the middle. You're doing the, the feature, feature act. Yeah. Awesome. And Mike Lester is hilarious. He's hosting. <laughs> Mike is the best. He, yeah, yeah, I feel like any one of these people could go at the end of the show, and it, we could all switch every night, and it, it would be great. Yeah, yeah. well, go ahead. Go, let, let them. Well, <laughs> as long as they get paid the same, I'll go first. <laughs> Fair I'll enough. I'll go first. How do you two know each other? How, where did this rel- friendship did we meet start? New York Beauty Bar. Yeah, Beauty Bar. There was a comedy Sunday night comedy show at the Beauty Bar in New York City. Yeah, if you go to New York, you should check it out. It's every Sunday. It's free. Mm-hmm. And we're, we were on the lineup together. Yeah, and but I will, like walked up to you and I was like, nice shoes. Because we were both wearing Sockenies, um, same style. Mm-hmm. And then now... Claudia comes to my house, shows up in Pumas. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, what? I had I had my Sockenies, like polished and ready to go. I have I have my. She red got a new ones, pair am- from Amazon, and mm. I, I I screwed it up. Mm. I was I I switched to the Pumas just because they were a little cheaper. Like it's it's an economic I decision. I get my Sockenies for forty bucks from and and I get them from a mom and pop store too. So whoa, yeah, I know it's a good deal. But they're vegan, so I think that's why they're so cheap. Is people are suspicious <laughs> of these? What? I didn't know you could have vegan shoes. You know, did the, did the shoes tell you they were vegan? Is that how it works? They break all the time. <laughs> I can't stand to listen to them. They won't shut up about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're so cheap. It's like, <laughs> we just got to get them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, well, they, I don't know. They're just. I don't. I thought all shoes were vegan except for the leather shoes. I thought anything not made with leather would be vegan. But apparently, it's just some extra special sole on there. And I tell you what, it feels great on your back. So, um, if you get a vegan shoe, <laughs> I mean, it is supposed them. to be good for your health to go vegan. Mm-hmm. So I eat. Sometimes I eat the shoes <laughs> um, when I, instead of meat, I just eat my eat Should the shoes. Eat yeah, my you meant you said it. meat. <laughs> you said that you met at a place called the Beauty Bar. The Beauty Bar is there a good like? Did it used to be a salon or something? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you good. nailed it. Yeah, 
good. It, it ha- yeah, it, they still have the stuff, and they, the, yeah, a lady will paint your nails too. She just sets up a booth. What? Really? Before the comedy You're kidding? Show. No, <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and the guys from Michigan were running that Sunday show for the last nine years, right? Yeah. But they're gonna give hand it over to somebody. Yeah, now, they, they 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 gave the reins over to some other kids. Oh, they did I'm not already. sure what their geographic location is. You know what they don't have in New York at the bars that they have here in the Twin Cities and especially up north and in northern Wisconsin? Book swap. Nobody's got a book swap, I noticed, at the bars in New York. They ha- oh. I thought for sure you were going to say bucket of beers. Well, that I think I've seen bucket of beers more at the chains there but really? okay but um, book swap yeah growing up that's where i got all my my books my sci-fi books i got them at the bar during book swap what? and i got a bunch of joke books at the at the bar yeah so so when we finished our book we would walk we had a trail through the woods of course that <laughs> went to the bar and <laughs> it used to be called mallard lake mallard lake resort and um it was an actual bar now it's some sort of a weird baptist camp um, but they really love their big speedboats on a tiny, tiny lake. So, oh, wow. oh. So, um, sounds like uh, that's a hot topic up I'm, there. Yeah, I'm angry. They go over the the wake. There's no wake after 7 p.m. So you can't have funerals after seven at night. But there's no there's no <laughs> wake. That was a bad one. Um, this, this this Minnesota humor. No, but yeah, but they're out there on their big hot shot. And we're supposed to be f- me and Tim are trying to fish. And it's like, well, we've been on the lake since 1960, and you just pull up with your stupid, gigantic motor that's ready for Lake Superior, and you go on our tiny, tiny lake, and you don't care about the lake. But the point is, it used to be run by Lennon Rosley, and they had a great book swap. It was all sci-fi joke books and harlequin romances that all wow. the all So the when women. you were done, you would bring that back, and someone else would enjoy it, or would you yeah. like hold on to it? You gotta bring it back and swap it out. Okay. Yeah, so now it's I love the fact that young Mary Mack was getting Harlequin books from a bar. I, I wasn't allowed to read the Harlequin books. Oh, My you mom weren't? wouldn't let me. I, I just got the joke books and the science fiction ones and Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, weren't those good? Yeah, they were so good. <laughs> I like that they had, like, books for kids at a bar. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, what else are we supposed come to come on do? in. Where's, where else are they supposed to go in this town? We, the bar would let us come in and play pool. Uh-huh. I remember I had, like, my 12th birthday party at the bar. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and the bar made us pizza. At night or during the day? Please tell me it was at, like, 9 no, o'clock p.m. Like, no, it, was, it wasn't that late. Happy but hour. it was supper time, you know. And then... Of course, my mom sent our drunk brother to chaperone us, which was a bad, <laughs> bad idea. He was already there, probably. But, you know, we had to play pool and have our pizza. Yeah, he could have been already there, <laughs> but I don't know. But, but that was a fun birthday, and, and then the beach was down the hill. You could swim. and But we had our own dock, so we didn't need that. We yeah. didn't need their beach. <laughs> we don't need their speedboats. What's your... You got any water stories? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up, Claudia? I grew up in New York City. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm born and raised there. And no one's born and raised there. That's I, not true. I, I know. I, I, it's a legend. <laughs> we're, we're, we're mythological creatures. Um, I, but I, I mean, like, for us, like, birthdays were at, like, your house or you had, like, uh, like you might go to, like, a park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a lot of bir- park birthdays there. But like, I think like your description of like walking through the woods and like having these like pla- like all these like places to go, like when you're a kid in New York City, or you have you have like a very 
short radius of where you can go without like a family member. Like you can maybe like I could maybe go around my block. Whoa, yeah. Like when I was eight years old, I was allowed to go downstairs and I could go one and a half blocks to the candy store. I could not cross the street. Like you were not allowed because yeah. like there's no one because it's just mayhem. It's just mayhem. How would you even cross the street when you're that little? Like you yeah, yeah. You don't know what these it's things, so these busy. flashing signs mean. <laughs> yeah, it's so busy. So like, it's not like you like everything you tell me is like we would like. There's no way I would have been allowed to go anywhere oh by myself. Wow. What did you did you have a sandbox at least to play in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> play? I know. I mean, like, there's places to play, but somebody has to take you there. Like, you have to have your mom come with you to the the playground. Or like, so, did the moms like, make a group? So like, it was this mom shift, or you know what I mean? Uh, did you have like a system? I don't think there was that much cooperation. Yeah, you, you you had to like, or I mean, there were times probably that that happened, but yeah, no, you were. It was, you know, Have you ever lived outside of New York? I did live in L.A. for a couple of years. And uh, like I like to say, they sent me back. Um, <laughs> they didn't want you. Huh? They didn't want me. <laughs> yeah. I was not right. Um, I'm curious, growing up in New York, is it like when did you, and there must have been a time where you had culture shock, like when you left and like, oh, my God, things are so much slower and quieter here, wherever that was. Yeah, I guess the hardest part is like things close really early outside of new york city yeah. like, everything's 24 hours there but here like like you'll get to a store and it's like it's seven o'clock and people are leaving and it's like you want to go back in at like get in and they'll be like Ugh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry we just i mean like we had one place that was open 24 hours it was called the hard times cafe <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only 24 hour restaurant the coffee shop was it yeah, yeah. i don't even know if it's still there i don't i doubt it i don't know i have no idea but do you where was that in, in minnesota it, yeah yeah oh, okay. in minneapolis but it's really rare was really rare to find a place you could eat after 10 p.m and now there's bars with late night menu especially down here in the north loop but what do we have anything besides perkins that's open uh, that's what i reserve taco bell for is, is that 24 late hours night. i don't know a lot of them oh wow wow i don't want to eat it during the day that's not safe. But at night, at you night? know, you, you take it. becomes your only option. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, when no one can see you. <laughs> yeah. I have culture shock when I'm talking to Claudia about <laughs> her. Like, I'm like, no way. And I'm like in disbelief. And I've been like begging her to tell you this story. Is it too soon? You probably have questions you want to do, but then. Will you let me make Claudia tell you the story? <laughs> yes. Ab about her mom, and and but should we do the format? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too bossy. I'm always too bossy. So <laughs> I don't. No, that's fine. Yo, you're excited. That's I what you are. Let, let me. Well, that's a good tease. We'll put it off for yeah. a couple minutes. I want to ask how the shows have been this week. I with your first, with your first introduction to Acme and to Minneapolis crowds. I think it was it was fun. I was. You know, I get nervous that like I have too many New York references because I don't really do the road. I'm I'm really just based in New York. Okay. So I was like, okay, am I gonna like am I gonna say dumb things or like offend anybody? Right. And then I ha so far as far as I know, I have not. <laughs> I've, the people who've greeted me in the lobby after the show have all been very nice. Uh -huh. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> what have you heard, Mary? What are people saying about her? Um. Tell her now. Tell me that they're very offended. 
um, after they get past Claudia, they're like, we were a little offended by that New York lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, real, real rude. Yeah, no, I, the show is fairly clean, you know, but I wait, I do uh, corporates during the winter, so I do business parties where I can't say so many things, and I did like uh, three, two, two Mormon uh, clubs this year. Okay. Uh, so I I was looking forward to swearing so much this week. Oh yeah. Like I didn't even say the f word. I just like let an a word and an s word out once in a while. <laughs> a- and then guess what? Guess what's happening? Um, after eight and a half years of coming to my door in Northeast Minneapolis, the Jehovahs are are coming out apparently. Um, they followed my schedule, <laughs> and um, I've not been home, but Tim's been home when they've been knocking. So for two months now, they have been asking Tim if the show will be clean. And he, Tim's like, well, M- Mary's pretty clean, um, but, you know, sh- it's a club, so it's an adult thing, and, and there's no, it's not censored. Uh, but they're like, well... But will she be clean? Like they kids can't. They just think if they ask enough times, yeah, it'll be you'll, clean. You'll, it'll make it'll yeah. make you clean. And then they're like, well, will will the other performers be clean? <laughs> and so they're asking about everybody's act. And I'm like, if you want a clean show, book a private clean show. But I'm too afraid to sass back the Jehovahs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, I don't know. They're sweet old ladies. And then and then um, elderly women. I'm sorry, um, but they. <laughs> They even cornered, they saw Mike Lester, the host. His yeah. picture's not even up on the website or anything. No, He's coming and they down in the street. They found him, right? They not only found him, they yelled out his name. So they've been doing their research. They yelled his name out. On the street? Mm-hmm. Because what? they were about to knock on the door, and then they saw Mike coming up. And Tim's watching this out the window, and Tim runs out the back door and gets in the car and leaves. What? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. And they ask Mike Lester, they go, well, will the show be clean? And he's like, well, Mike's so weak. He goes, well, I'm going to gosh darn try. <laughs> and he's like, are you kidding me? This what? Is so crazy. Yeah, so, so now, listen, like last month when they cornered Tim at the door again, they're, they're like, well, you two perform together sometimes, don't you? And they're talking <laughs> to Tim. And um, Tim's like, yeah. And they're like, well, will you perform? And he's like, well, sometimes I go on stage with when she's there. And he goes, they go, well, will you be clean? It's like this guilt trip that's been mm. lasting for a few months. Like, they almost forget to give us the literature even. They're <laughs> so concerned about if the show That's very distracting. Like, what's going to happen if there's something a little unclean happening? Like, they can't I they withstand know. that? I like that you said unclean instead of dirty. Yeah, like, because we're, we're nowhere near what? dirty. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I don't I, know. I do talk about, uh, like, a couple of, I mean, some references to some sexual things, mm-hmm. but I don't, like, act him out, and I don't necessarily curse. Well, I, I've been wanting you to act that out. You want me to do it? You want me to, like, show people? <laughs> okay. Uh, and whenever those guys are here, I will make sure to do it. But, like, it's, it's, night. it's really, like, it's, it's not, like... I, I was thinking about it. I, like I since I've heard about this, I've become much more aware of like, oh, am I we've, doing any cursing? We've all been practicing yeah. not cursing, and it's like it's not like they're paying us to have a private party. So why are we all of a sudden enslaved by the Jehovah's Witnesses? This like, is really is this what happened this to Prince? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this 
what it I, you know what I mean like my only connections to the <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses so far it have been Prince. Prince's music and he seemed pretty free for a while yeah and uh and Lois the gal who's been coming to my door for eight years wow so Lois yeah why are we so beholden to Lois because she's so nice have you asked Lois about her feelings towards Prince I will the next time Next time she comes. So next month, if I'm home, I'll ask her about Prince. Like the song, like, you know, Sexy MF-er? I'll <laughs> just go ahead and get my cassette player so I get the good sound in there and click, click. Yeah. And start, what do you think about this, Lois? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I heard Prince went door to door, actually. Tim Tim knows everything about Prince, my husband, and, and he said he, he had to go door to door. Yeah. Doesn't matter Doesn't matter how, how famous and rich you are. Mm. You've still got to knock on a door. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you know the uh, the Scientology, all that stuff has been real hot recently. Yeah. yeah. The uh, yeah. what's well, it? Leah Remini, her show. They're having a special this Sunday. By the way, I'm a huge fan. I'm. I, that's I, a great show. Yeah. Yeah. And t- she, t- t- what is the show again? I you know the uh, she TV. left Scientology and wrote a book, <gasps> and then she had this TV show, kind of outing uh, Scientologists oh, and having wow. people that left the church tell their stories and everything. And there's going to be there was a season one of the show that finished. Oh, wow. Now this Sunday, uh, there's going to be like a two hour special. Can I watch oh. it on Netflix? I, I don't know. Probably not. You oh, can come over to my house if you want. We can watch it. I I can watch it on my computer. You own it? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, but I, I can watch. Like I, I have like a like a streaming channel thing where we could go to his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on over. Really? It's two hours. What mm-hmm. network was it on? Uh, uh, a oh, and E, I think. Oh, they, uh, but I just heard a thing the other day. She was at Chelsea Handler. Speaking of Netflix, has the talk show on Netflix, and she had on Leah Remini. And apparently, Leah Remini was once sent by the church to get. Chelsea Handler to join Scientology, and Chelsea Handler basically said, fuck you, (laughs) leave me alone. (laughs) Wow. Even though they're still friends. Yeah. Holy cow. Crazy stuff. uh, Um... Yeah, I'll have to. Look. So, so you can't go on like a Netflix or a Hulu or an A and E dot com and. You still won't PBS. let Tim get cable. We got it, you but we're never home to use it. We just had to get it this year so we could get faster speed internet. There you go. Because our internet was going out anytime it snowed or the mm-hmm. wind blew very, <laughs> very hard. It was like so unreliable. <laughs> but I, I would love to see that. And then that British guy has that other movie that just came out this winter. Um, what? Yeah, he likes to keep it vague. Uh, uh, Scientology? Mm-hmm. There's yet another one after Going Clear, even. Oh. There's another movie. So people just keep making movies. Yeah, it's it. fascinating. I, I'm absolutely we fascinated by it. Yeah, Scientology is going to be ruined by documentary filmmakers. <laughs> well, wasn't it outlawed? Like in France, they're like, you can't do this. W- some country oh, was like, you can't have this. It's you're you're screwing people over. You're stealing money. It some country outlawed it because oh, they're like, know. we're not allowing it. Pr- probably was France. They don't, that you know, they French. don't want women. They outlawed the hijab too. Yeah. So, so um, you know, they're they're like, this isn't right. What you're doing to people. Yeah. They prey on people who are depressed. Rich, you know how hard it is to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I gave it up. It's r- yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just too much I had to of move a burden. On. Yeah, <laughs> I had to yeah. move on. The depression was too much. Yes. Uh, I w- Mary, I want to. You were on uh, Carson Daly's late oh, night yeah. show. Yeah, me. If they aired it, 
and um, that's such a great show. I didn't even know it was a show, and <laughs> I got th- I got. I'm so happy you can admit that. Yeah, a I lot did. of people. I, I will admit when you when I saw that that was going to be on, I'm like, oh, that show still. I don't I stay up no that idea. late anymore. So. Yeah, it's on really late, but it's like on one of the three channels we used to get, like right. before we had cable, and and I was like, oh, I would have loved the show because I it's kind of like more in depth interviews uh rather than just performances they show some performance of like actors and bands and comics yeah and then they do a nice little interview so when was yours rec- when, uh, when was that they, actually done well they recorded it uh, they recorded everybody's set in january what do you mean everybody's set? Uh, so you did we did a show so they could get some of your stand-up at the ice house in pasadena okay and then i since i was just in town for that weekend there they did my interview before the show at some bar, but then they cut it together really nice, and um, it's just so laid back and some of the nicest production people. But when I got the email about it, I got an email about it in um, end of September, and I thought it was spam, so oh. I ignored it. I never wrote back because I was like, I didn't. I just like, I don't really this can't be real. There's like, no last call with Carson Daly. Well, well, I just figured it was spam, and I was like, I don't want these people getting my info. And then I get this, I get this email. They didn't give up on me. It was amazing. In January, wow. That said, so are you going to come out and do the show in January? That's the follow up. And I was like, I better Google this. And then I googled <laughs> it. And um and then I was like, oh that Carson Daly, I love that guy. <laughs> he's great because we used to love the Voice, and uh-huh. you know he's TRL. very professional. W- w- was that before the Voice? Yeah, that TRL's how we got started. Yeah, his, Live, the like afternoon. <gasps> yeah, he's very he's great. He's, yeah, he's ages a professional. Mm-hmm. I never had MTV, so right now you're just making fun of me. <laughs> you, you, you know okay, I didn't well, have cable. Okay, well, I'm Mary Mac, and I don't have cable, <laughs> and everything's a mystery, <laughs> and I live in the woods. <laughs> but you couldn't get cable. It wasn't even an option where I grew up. And so, and they still don't have high-speed internet, Claudia. You can't watch a video oh, on the internet wow. at home. So you can't Netflix and chill at your house. You nope. can just chill. You can't can't get it like i stay with my sister and my my mom well my mom doesn't even own a computer anyway but but when i stay with my sister who does have the internet at her house for when her daughters come home uh-huh. um <laughs> you can't watch anything because it's the, they don't get it there yet wow yeah Okay. Would that be the ultimate roughing it for you, Claudia, if you had to spend some time in northern Wisconsin at a cabin with um, no internet? You can't get cell service either. Or cell keep service. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, well yeah, that, that would be, you know, that's sort of like, that's, I guess, like the the New York equivalent of solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like this is the, the ultimate in deprivation and sti- stimulation deprivation. <laughs> totally. You know, like, I start talking to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've never heard Mary's talking to tree stories? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I was like, do I have those? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no. But you never I, was, got I, was, I, was, I was like, that sounds totally credible. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's Big like, ones and little spill ones. Bill Mary. Yeah. <laughs> But you were, uh, I want to know, did you get to meet Carson Daly, the host no, of that show? No, because That's he, weird, he kind of. was doing, you know, he like sets up the segments. So he probably and doesn't. Uh, he was in New York at the time, and we were in L.A., and so I was like, well, 
what does he do? And he just sets him up there because he's doing like some morning show on television, I think, right oh. now in New York. Who knows? I yeah, he's got well, must have a billion dollars or something. What or his a, what agent a, does. What a great gig! So he his mm-hmm. name is on it. He's the mm-hmm. host, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to show up. And just well, oh here here's the who's what we're gonna have on tonight, and then yeah. you have producers putting it all together. What, yeah. a, what a gig! Yeah, I know, but I'm so thankful because. Like, where else do you get to see on regular network TV, like, bands and people getting interviewed that aren't, like, super famous, you know? It's like you learn about a sure. new act mm. that way. And I, I yeah, I, I would like to just find out where I can It's a cultural magazine. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you stay up and watch it the night it was on? No. <laughs> I did what? not. <laughs> I was what? Where were you that you uh, were watching? It? I do remember because Tim and I were driving back from L.A. We stopped in Denver, visited some friends, and then we kept driving to this town called Brush, Colorado, where the young man gave us the wrong hotel room three times. Like, there was a person in, in every hotel room. <laughs> oh, my God. That so you're, we like, went walking into? in on people, like, yeah. under the covers, like, what? No, I know. It was so crazy. That's horrible. Your key got you in or to the um, rooms or no? Yes. One room, we couldn't quite. We kept trying the door. It was really weird. And there was someone on the other side holding it <laughs> shut. Somebody, <laughs> so, no, well, somebody no. did keep yelling, wrong room, wrong room. But we d- were so dumb, we didn't realize it was coming from our room. <laughs> And we thought it was like the desk host was trying to tell us or something. <laughs> and we're like, no, it says on our key, this is our room. This is our room. And um, so that happened a few times. And then um, the second room, actually, just the bed was unmade and somebody had just like fled the room or something. But anyway, it was uh, that's where we were. And we went to bed and then we got up and kept driving. So, you know, you're tired when you're doing those drives. So, Big shot. Yeah, big shot. In yeah, too Brush, busy. Colorado. Too busy to watch yourself on national TV. Well, I'll have my assistant <laughs> send me a DVD. They put it. Describe on. it to me. Have my assistant <laughs> describe it to me. Oh man, yeah, that's funny. I know that you can see it on on um, on the internet. Or uh-huh. I had people who were my Facebook friends said they were going to record it on their VCR, <laughs> and I was like, "You're you're real friends. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome." So, um, yeah, I, I, um, when can I, when can I ask Claudia about that story for you? Right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're going to freak out. You're I'm ready. Freak out. I'm ready. Okay. So this is about, we somehow got on talking about Claudia's mom, right? Mm-hmm. Cause she's very interesting upper West side, New York lady. Okay. And you know, she's a smart woman. She sounds like she was a lawyer. Then she was a teacher. Then she was a lawyer again, but what this story is about another way she's always coming up with ways to make money and she's retired now so i'll let you take it okay so my mom like she's really good at finding angles finding like especially online like she's like an online marketer like she's good at that she like she's not like one of those like moms who like needs help with the internet like she's like the kind who can help me with it you know like Mm -hmm. she has she set up her own ipad like she's like I'll I'll offer to help her with her stuff at like printer and she'd be like oh yeah I, I took care of it like so like she's the the opposite so anyway so around 2005 my mom figured out a way to get a bunch of free magazines like she was she, like that's like her angle is like she always gets free stuff like if there's like a discount she finds it 
And so she got all these free magazines, and somehow she figured out that people who are fans of movies, for some reason, they don't like to go actually buy magazines themselves. They just want clippings about movies. So, like, they want, like, a clipping of, like, you know, some movie, like, for your consideration, like, for, like, the Emmys or the Oscars. So my mom was doing that, and she was, and, and she was getting, like, free copies of magazines, but she had a famous neighbor. She had this famous neighbor who moved out. Can she I told me this. Name? Okay, we can say the name. Is that you looked up the statute of limitations for Maltha. I did. Yes, she's well she's clear. Okay. It's she's 5 okay years. Now. It's a federal offense, but it's 5 years. Mm-hmm. Uh so she's fine if mm-hmm. I tell the story, but she's Okay, so she had this Okay, so my mom grew, we grew up in like kind of a crappy building. Can I interrupt you? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can interrupt me. What do you want? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she looks really sad right now. I just want to say oh. I'm going to blow your whole story. Blow it all. She's right. I I, I don't get to the point. Claudia's mom used to make a living (laughs) selling Brokeback Mountain clippings from stolen magazines on eBay to lazy rich gay men. (laughs) Fair. I said it. Okay, so she got to the point. And I got to give her a lot of credit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's she's a big help to me. (laughs) I really. Can you come to parties with me? This is why I have no social life. But like, get to the point, Claudia. So anyway, but her, fa- we had a famous neighbor, and it was famous because we grew our building when we were growing up was a shithole, and then the landlord decided to try to sell it, so he renovated it and made it beautiful. So like, like a lot of people still had crappy, rundown apartments, but all the new apartments that were like, he like bought people out, you know, send them on their way. Like these are people who are paying like six hundred dollars for like a three bedroom apartment, mm. like in Manhattan. That's wow. a great deal. So, yeah, wow. so he b- bought out all these people. Everybody left, and so in moves like the rich people. One of them being uh, the very famous actor Stanley Tucci. He oh. played Jack Warner in Feud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who doesn't know Tucci? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I I just realized she just taught me who that was. So eventually, they got sick of it because that's what all the rich people do. They're like, we could do better than this. And so he moved out. But his varieties, his variety magazine. If you don't know what variety is, that's the industry magazine. It's like big. It's glossy. It's like bigger than a. It's bigger than a regular like yeah. magazine. It's like beautiful. Yeah. It has a spine. As a spy, yeah. like you crack yeah. it open, yeah. so he, so he, his varieties were just like piling up outside his door, <laughs> and my mom was like kind of tripping over him as she'd come and go. So she's like, you know what? I think she just kind of yanked him, in, started to yank him inside, like in the, you know, middle of the night is, and then and then in there were all these broke back mountain clippings, which she then sold, and she started to get so much business from that that she changed the name of her store. It used to be, like, a regular name. And then, like, one day she sends me a list of all these names. She's like, okay, what do you think would appeal to gay men? And one of them was, like, satin gauchos, you know. Like, she wanted it. To- <laughs> you mean, like, an online store? Like, an online, her, like, eBay store. Like, to, like, make it so. Targeting gay men who are too lazy to cut out their own magazine clippings. Yeah, or who knows? Maybe they live in some place where they don't get variety, something like that. Northern Wisconsin. Eh? Northern Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin. But don't variety. don't say the name of her real store because I looked it up. She still has the store. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Yes, we can't okay, say the okay, name. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, but, but, like, what a, what, okay. I am just baffled that somebody w- would think to 
cut out like when we were when we were little kids we were like Ricky Schroeder let's cut him out of, let's cut him out yeah, of team put him on your meat wall. And, and and put him on the wall but <laughs> she did that for adults who paid for it yeah this is like the adult locker and paid for shipping over the internet on eBay. Like, what a crazy way to make money. Yeah, this, things are starting to fit together in my brain because when I used to work, you know, on the morning show here mm-hmm. locally, Mary, uh, I used to put together a lot of game shows. One I used to do was uh, real product found on eBay or not. And I would, like, scour eBay wow. for the strangest products or, like, you know, there's a weird section. Yeah. Yeah. There's also an adult only oh. uh, eBay. Wow. That's, I didn't go that far. But, uh, but you would f- like I would search like um, I don't know all these weird terms. But I remember stumbling upon like uh, people would be selling clippings uh-huh. of Alec Baldwin, <gasps> like no! hairy chested Alec Baldwin, ah! extremely hairy chested Alec no! Baldwin. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a weird fetish thing. So yeah, so this Could is well, well, this is a thing that could only exist though, like before people had good color printers, like because now you could just download that. That's right? true. Yeah, yeah. yeah like this clipping service was like for a time like a sweet spot between like internet was available mm-hmm. widely and people still cared about what was in magazines <laughs> yeah no kidding. yeah because right now people are just like it, google image and yeah. they'll be like google image broke yeah. back moan yeah or a- anything you want but at that time it wasn't such a big deal and people didn't automatically think to go to google so your mom yeah. had the only t- spot in time yeah where internet was just enough available to have ebay yeah and um, nobody was that savvy about um, the getting the photos. Yet. Yeah, uh, they didn't know. <gasps> Lord, that's this just is... crazy. Uh, and, and and then I said to Claudia, I'm like, what other ways has your mom made money before? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and she's like, oh, nothing, not nothing, re- not not anything big. And then like, she invented Uber. Up. She was giving people rides <laughs> in her cars there's before more, it was legal. There's more weird stuff. Okay. There's more weird okay, stuff, I'll Justin. It, it doesn't I'll end. You. Okay. This is the other. This is the other weird. This is the other money making scheme that my mom wanted to do because she had like a full time job, but she wanted to like make money on the side, and so she went out and got like a wholesale uh, bunch of lingerie. She got like <laughs> <laughs> she lingerie. She got lingerie. She's you know, a lawyer. she's a lawyer, and uh, so she sold it at a flea market near our house. <laughs> it was actually at my junior high school, so that was like kind of embarrassing. See, at the flea market at, and so and the thing is like i was recruited. that's not anonymous then no i was recruited to help her and so of course like women would come over to the table to look at the lingerie and then i'd be like can i help you and like they don't want to talk to a 12 year old about their lingerie <laughs> I'm so lingerie when you're like not even a teenager. But I thought it was so exciting. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I bet. You know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't high, see the problem. You know, this is this the same junior high you told me you had a hard time making friends at? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Before or after that. I only went there for a year and then I was like, I got bullied and I had to go. Well, do you think maybe there's a connection? That I don't they're like, hey, it's the underwear girl again. <laughs> I feel like, isn't this kind of like, your mom is really bold about... She's a bold lady. She puts herself out there. She does. And then the, now her daughter's doing it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, uh, how risque was this, um, un- this lingerie? Are we talking like Victoria's Secret or like Target? I think we're talking like, maybe like... 
a, like a, somewhere in between, like lacy but affordable. <laughs> lacy and affordable. <laughs> I, that's the name of the online store, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> lacy but affordable. That's lacy great. Affordable. <laughs> oh my gosh. My Accessible in more than one way. <laughs> I might have talked about this. My mom only had a couple. She schemes of ways to make money, but she only sees some through. And the only one I can remember her actually seeing through was crocheting hats she used to crochet hats and try to sell them in my sister's bait shop (laughs) and then she'd get pissed off because my sister would put them way back by the leech tank and she'd come home she'd be like you know where she had my hats no wonder nobody's buying my hats (laughs) by the leech tank yeah because my sister had a bait shop oh a bait shop i thought you said bake shop i was like well that doesn't really make much sense that you'd have a leech uh, uh, okay, I get it now. No, yeah. it's a Wisconsin thing. You wouldn't okay. understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, okay. No, no, but but there's got to be some bait shops in New York. Should I Google that? I'm sure. I see uh, people fishing all the time. But they'd probably just kill somebody, chop them up, and use use that. Oh, right out of the Hudson bait. River. Delicious eating. People do yeah. fish, don't they? <laughs> they? There are people who fish. There's, like, I think recently it's become a little less hazardous but it's it's really like you sh- like like if you're desperately hungry you should Aww. eat but i know but people still do it anyway like they think it's fine they're oh, like yeah, I'm, yeah. i've been doing this for years and i'm fine and then they have like a third eyeball and like they're oh, you know man, yeah. so it's yeah people take a lot of risks in new york i mean like that's the whole thing is like if you're there you're like, I have, you know, I, it's either this fish or this oh. cab that's going to kill me. Like, you know. I do want to try fishing there now. You should try it. It's fun. You I can do it. I want to try just to see what I get. I want to see what I get out of that river. Or I could go on the ocean, but I don't, I don't have, I'm sure the permit's very expensive for the ocean. If you fish off, like. Do you, you and Tim still go fishing? We do go fishing. It's very expensive because we usually don't read the rule book. <laughs> <laughs> right? The, we always fish in Wisconsin because, um. Well, that's where the that's where the boats are. That's where we we use my mom's um, stuff. Like, sh- I guess I could just take the canoe and she wouldn't care. But um, like, that's where the camp land is and all that. So we, but their rule book is very ambiguous, and we've called the one eight hundred number, and you always get this lady, and and these rules are just like I need to edit the fishing guide <laughs> for Wisconsin because because it's always like. Okay, well, if you're on a pier in Lake Superior, you can if you're casting in the Lake Superior and you you cannot you need a special salmon permit for Lake Superior, a special salmon license. You need the lake the Great Lakes license. Or, or if you're trout, trout's a different stamp. But inland trout is one stamp, Lake Superior trout is a different stamp. And then we're like, what if you're just like fishing for smaller fish? And she's like, that's fine. And I'm like, how do you know which fish we're fishing for? Well, we just kind of guess. And it's like, wh- what do you do? Like, well, v- you know, they'd have to like look at your hook. And if your hook looks like it could catch a, a trout, then you'd, they'd get slap you with $1,000 or however oh much gosh. it is. Because Great Lakes is big fee. The Jehovah's are watching and are ready to turn you yeah, on. Yeah, but ah. it's just like so... Um, um, it's it's really hard to understand the rules when you get up north, um, when you have the bigger bodies of water. And also, some of the rivers are named the same. So, <laughs> so you think you're on one, like, river, yeah. and then, but you're on this whole other river. So there's a Brule River in central northern Wisconsin. There's also a Brule River in... Um, in 
uh, eastern northern Wisconsin. They both run into Lake Superior. So one's on one page of the rule book because every river has different guidelines for fish. Oh, my goodness. It's so complicated. I don't know if the Minnesota one is as complicated, but uh, it, it's – they. Yeah, this Walker sounds like was, something. It's better just being naive about and taking uh, I a tried, chance. I tried. Nope. You, it's it's a five hundred dollar fine for being naive. Oh. Yeah. It, I mean, like, I think actually it was two fifty, and it was on my birthday even, because I caught like a rain. I caught a rainbow trout, and I hooked it, and it wasn't gonna make it. It was bloody, so I put it in the the bucket. Uh huh. And um, sure enough, DNR comes. And I'm a fan of the DNR. Like, I want them to be there. It sucks that Walker fired most of the DNR. But um, I, he's like, you can't keep this this fish. I'm like, well, I can't. I didn't want to put it back in the river because he swallowed the hook. And, and like, it's, uh, like it's, some bird's going to eat him and die. And he's like, no, you have to put him back in the river. And I'm like, well, he's in the bucket. I'll, I can just throw him back in the river now. He's in the same way shape he was <laughs> right. five minutes ago, <laughs> really. Right. And he's like, you can't. I confiscated the rainbow trout, and I confiscated your bucket. What? So, yeah. You lost yeah. a bucket out of the situation. Well, not deal. only a bucket. This is, it was actually, we, when we got back to the camp land, my mom, later that night, was like, this is really weird. I don't know if you all understand this from New York, but she's like, has anybody seen my porta potty bucket? And it was oh. actually, yes, this uh. was a, this is a special five-gallon bucket that has an extra. Yes, it has an extra protruding lip of plastic I was say, around your butt it. Fits on that perfect, ah. huh? Well, no, it comes with a toilet seat. There's a toilet seat that attaches to the top of it. I love it. So now she she doesn't have that bucket, and now and then I, my it, when I tell it as a bit, I, I'm always like, so my mom's in the woods somewhere, sliding off of a five-gallon <laughs> bucket every time she has to use the bathroom. She puts. But you know they make a special porta potty bucket like that where, and then we didn't know. We just were like, "This is a nice bucket," <laughs> and um. But I hope that Gra- grab a clean bucket. You know, I hope, got it. I hope those well, DNR because they confiscated yeah, yeah. that rainbow trout. You well, know? I hope they ate it, I and, they, they and then the oh. got, yeah. Think about that. They're really literally eating shit. Oh my goodness, that guy. Yeah, that guy's like rolling up that trout. Well, you know, it's not like we're bad people. We had our licenses. We tried our best. I thought I was doing, I cited birds that could, I'm like, but what about the national, what about the eagle? I, if an eagle dies, that's, uh, I use no reasoning with this guy. And he no. had a narc that came and looked in our bucket. And then we, had, we were like, why did, me and Tim should have ran. We were like, why did that guy look in our bucket and then yeah. drive away? He went and narked on us. In a, oh, someone came first and Yeah, looked? and tattletailed on us. Yeah. Yeah, and actually the uh, trout was the correct size trout for the other Brule River. Uh, but we were on the central northern Brule River. Wow, who knew this story would come out when I asked if you still fish? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm glad. <laughs> no, I... Yeah. Yeah. You've been, you been staying out of trouble other than that, though? Or yeah. anything else you want to share? Only trouble I'm in is with the Department of Natural Resources. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm staying out of trouble, so... Oh my, oh my goodness! <laughs> Have I seen you since you uh, did that killer set on Conan last year? Thank you for saying that. And and and, you know what? It's been a busy year. Um, we had that. When was the Acme party? Was that last year already? The twenty fifth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah, was that? Was November? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was November. So I saw you then. That's right. That's so right. Holy cow. 
can't. I, time goes so fast. Did you know that uh, in my in my um, homework, getting ready for the podcast here, I was looking. I looked up. I rewatched your um, Conan Thank set. Thank you so much. Yeah, Justin. it was it was I, so good. Well, I'm coming from like me. That's not huge, but there were like legitimate like star comedians complimenting you on how oh, amazing you did man. on that. I'm, I I hate to read the comments because um, there's so many people who are really mean the female comics especially oh. if um there's a, um maria bamford is uh gr- i grew up in the duluth area my folks are from duluth and she has a higher voice and so it's like does it matter what you talk about on stage you're, you're like she's stealing maria bamford's material oh. and and before maria had her own show and everything she was so sweet she would write letters for me and be like mary mag is her own special unique individual mm-hmm. self you, mm-hmm. she and you know she's so kind and I, he's like, I can't be like, hey, can you just take a break from filming that show and write every one of these crazy fans? <laughs> um, but, you know, nobody does that to a dude. Like, like no. think of all the white oh, dudes terrible. from um, New York City who have the same range of yeah. voice, same frequency voice. Yeah. Nobody's like, you stole Bill Burr's. Nobody t- tells Christopher oh, Titus you wow. stole Bill Burr's material. You know, yeah, if you, like, if you... You stole his red hair. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> If you in any way, yeah, if you emulate another comic or have like similarities, nobody's like, oh, that guy's stealing. It's like, oh, he's doing his own unique take. But women, for sure. No, yeah. Or like, like with, like, yeah, like I will like get like, oh, like I'll talk about something dirty. They'll be like, oh, who do you think you are, Sarah Silverman? Like it's like Jesus. no like, like there can different. only be two yeah. or three women yeah. comics that anybody you're Margaret Cho something like oh, that like you know, I have yeah those are nice ladies those are nice yeah ladies. they're great but it's like come on you know how many men are doing comedy and you can tell the difference it's like Jesus open your palate <laughs> I, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah I mean it's getting better I, like I don't want to like if you know it's getting better but it still is like yeah like you. It's that you're only allowed it like if you are doing your thing you're like oh oh somehow you must be just imitating this other person mm-hmm. you can't just have your own original ideas could they at least compare i mean i i'm saying this tongue in cheek but could they at least could people at least compare you know like you two to like more obscure like really good comics so at least they like know what they're talking you know like why i'm going to compare you to sarah silverman because that's one of two comics yeah. i know about you know who i have that make sense yeah I have been compared to, and I didn't see it, is the lady who, uh, Tenuta, Tenuto, Judy, Judy Tenuta? Oh, yeah, I've been compared to her, and I was like, I what? didn't know for sure. But I was like, yeah, I know. But I was like, well, she seems pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I've only seen a couple clips. But um, uh, I really love, like, Paula Poundstone. Like, I, I, I don't know. There's so many wonderful, like, I wish they would go, would go back in history a little bit and and, and pick some of the ro- I, I earlier would, role models. I wish somebody would accuse me of imitating Gary Shandling. There like you go. That to me, oh, yeah. like he he's like so somebody good. I watched as a kid and was yeah. like, I love his jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has great jokes. Steve, I love um, for men Stephen Wright. Yeah. To I just think he's so good. You know, Mary, you do have something in common, uh, sort of, with Judy Tenuta in that mm-hmm. a a comedy couple married. Remember, she used to be married to emo. Phillips. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 He yeah. yeah. He's so good. But the last time I saw Judy Tenuta doing anything was when they brought back. Um, oh, actually, now they've done it again. It's that uh, we surveyed not not, not the uh, blah 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 in the blank. What's that? T- what's that game show? We Mary had a glass of water, but she took well, her pants game? off. Match game and spilled it on her blank. Oh, that's oh. back again. 
it is back again, but they it was also it? back like 15 years oh, ago, wow. and she was one of the... I didn't have a lot going on. Let's say 20 <laughs> years ago, spent a lot of time watching TV during the day syndication. Oh, and uh, Judy Tenuta was oh. on every episode of that show. Oh, man. That's just like, um, who's that theater, New York theater actor who used to be that? I think it was Match Game, um, the very first Match Game. Um, um, he had a one-man show that's like my favorite one-man show of all time. Why do I bring these things up when I can't think of the name? I don't know, I, but it'll come to me. It sounds like my friend's name, Eric Charles Nielsen, but that's oh, Charles Nelson Riley. Charles Nelson oh, Riley. Oh yeah, he's the best. He's so good, and and his one man show is available, I think, on like VCR tapes or something. But you can maybe get a DVD of it, and it's a great, wonderful one man show. It's he was so one of those great. people I didn't never knew what he was famous for, except for being on game shows. Yeah, he's character acting, right? And yeah, he's a theater stuff. He did a lot. He did directing. Stuff. It's funny because I was an intern at PBS in, in oh college, my gosh. and we he was he was nominated for directing a play, and we got him on tape saying, "Sometimes I don't even read the play." Like we, it was like the funniest <laughs> thing we've like it was like the biggest laugh. He was just so like the whole interview. He was so funny. Yeah, he was. He was hilarious. a genius. Yeah, that oh. was like one of the fun. I didn't wish I could have gone on that shoot. Yeah. You said PBS and Mary's eyes got big. I love PBS so much. Yeah. I'm a passport member. Nice. I have a pa- I'm a passport. So anywhere in the world you can watch PBS. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> when I can find access to high-speed internet, uh, I, I can log on and see episodes of Antiques Roadshow that other people don't have access to. Well, members only. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and I was like, well, they That's have cool. more shows on there that I like than on Hulu, so I just used the money from Hulu, and I joined PBS. So Plus, their dues went up to be a member of the national PBS. The area dues went up like 350000 So I gave $5 extra this wow. year. Wow. Oh, yeah, $5. <laughs> it's like, when the guy was on the phone, he's like, you want to renew your membership? I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's giving me this sad story, and he's like, well, can you maybe give $5 more? I was like, God, this guy needs a lesson in sales. <laughs> I was ready to give $10 more. <laughs> no, yeah, they I, aim pretty low. I mean, but that's the problem. Yeah, they aim so low. But the, you know what? It was like, it's actually good because I feel like if he does that, it's better. I'm going to more willing to stick with them and then up it five every year so that it will be yeah. <laughs> five yeah. every year. Can, I hope maybe I upped it. Increment. Maybe I, I unknowingly upped it five a month. I don't know. <laughs> I got to do the paperwork yeah. later. Go through your bills. Yeah. By the way, this is monthly recurring. So. I know. I Who knows? <laughs> when I, I pledged a, uh, public radio last year, too, because I was like, I don't know. I was just like, you know, I, I was... Living on the cheap, getting city Wi-Fi, uh, and I was like, I, I could do this now. I could afford to do this now. And um, I, I listen to it every day. My dog listens listens to NPR every day to calm him down. And and I, I donated, but I was like, they wouldn't let me donate at the level I wanted to on their website. There was a glitch, what? and I had to donate at the next higher level. Oh, glitch. glitch. Yeah. Glitch indeed. Yeah. yeah. So so I was like, what can I cut out? What can I cut out? How is that dog doing? He's great. We, we all went to the dog park today. Yeah, we ran around. Oh, okay. He's supposed to be taking his therapy classes, you know, because he's old enough now to take his therapy. He, Claudia, this is he so was you can get training. him on airplanes? I don't think I'll ever take him on an airplane, even though that's why I got him. 
I think that I'm too, I don't want him to ever be nervous. He'll never, he would never, he would love it. He loves being in the car. He wants to ride on everything. Uh-huh. But uh, for now, I just have a lot of drugs and I have to cut out coffee a few days before I fly. And um, But he helps me in other ways. I used to have a lot of, they keep telling me I have Crohn's and I usually pass out on the toilet like in spring and fall and I've skipped both seasons passing out. Um, the trainer gal told me that dogs can level out your blood pressure and do wonderful, good things. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and I stopped having, I uh, used to ha- I had nightmares every night for over five years. Wow. And I, I th- like the first week I stopped having nightmares. So that was like so amazing. I think I just was so isolated and now I have the dog. I see people I interact. I interact with the dog. And yeah. Good dreams now? Do you yeah. remember your dreams? Yeah. I had a weird dream last night about something. You had a weird dream two days ago. I had a dream. This is my dream. Is I was uh, opening my mail. That's the whole dream. And I got it. And the, the best part was I got a check I'd been waiting for. That was her dream. It was like a very adult dream. Opening mail. Like it's like my innermost desire is to like just deal with some paperwork. <laughs> and, and you've gotten the check came. The check uh, came, and I was like, "How oh, dirty!" Mm. Yeah. Tell him what Tim said. Tim was like, "Wow, if you're lucky, you'll have like a three-hour dream after that about vacuuming." <laughs> it's a little shit, you know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, he's good at tagging. He's a great tagger. Our true stories. <laughs> What uh, do you ever go to New York, Mary? Yeah, I I spent three months there, four months there last year. I, sta- I stayed in New York instead of L.A. last winter. Oh, you did not this past two winters ago. Oh, okay. That's when we I met Claudia. Oh, okay. But, oh, she's hilarious. And um, the first three weeks I was in New York, I had a carbon monoxide leak. I had no heat or hot water for three weeks, and I still loved it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's still warmer than Minnesota. I just put these space heaters on and go out a lot, um, you know, because it's a weird city that's set up for emergencies. Not like here, if you have a monoxide leak, like a man just comes to your house fast or a woman, whoever uh-huh. the engineer or the gas person is. Yeah, don't assume. Yeah, and they just, like, fix it. In in New York, my niece and I are like, we smell gas. And <laughs> monoxide doesn't even smell, but I guess I have a special superpower for smelling monoxide. Oh, wow. And we're like, yeah, we kind of have headaches. And then we're like, let's open the windows, turn down the heat. We call the gas company, and we're sitting there thinking some, you know, guy will just come with the toolbox, knock, knock, knock. So my niece and I are sitting there at the ki- kitchen table, where we're looking down in the street. And my niece is a model. That's why she was staying with me in New York. And so we looked down the street, and there's, like, fire engines and light <gasps> and lights on. And we're like, what's going on oh. down there? And then, What crazy um, New York thing is happening right yeah, in front of me? Yeah, so 10 minutes later. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, we had no idea. Like, 10 minutes later, a dozen firemen pound, pound, pound on our door. And we open them. Of course, my niece is like, all gaga over these firemen <laughs> and they have axes they're like we were about to chop down the door and um there was some rule where they can't open the front door of the building or something until somebody left <laughs> it's like really bizarre to buzz them in. it was really weird but we don't have a but we didn't have a buzzer and the number they had was the lady who we were subletting from oh mm-hmm. so she's wherever she is going yeah oh yeah and 
Yeah, so she went was on a on a job, so they she didn't answer. So oh, she didn't. Oh, so yeah. she didn't even know about all this. Well, yeah, not she, till later. Yeah, so it was so strange, but it's really inefficient, and then it never <laughs> got fixed the right way because in Minneapolis you have to pull a permit. Anybody looks at a furnace or anything, pull a permit. But in New York, in those old buildings that are handed down generation to generation from the landlord dad to the landlord son. Our landlord was named Junior, and everybody who worked on the furnace was named Junior. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how they were checking for leaks with lighters. They kept lighting <gasps> lighters oh by the. I'm like, I don't know. I I, I was like, I'm gonna step out. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was so horrible, and they never fixed it the right way. So, so like for for two weeks, the gas company would come back and be like, it's. This is not vented properly. He, this is no good. The whole building should be redone. Finally, after three weeks, I heard my landlord bribe a young a young gas company employee came out, and I heard him bribe him. Uh. And he's like, "My family thanks you. My tenants thank you." Um, and he's like, and, and it was this most dirty, shady New York thing I've ever heard. Oh. And they turned it on, even though there was still some leaking. Yeah. And so we actually never used our heat. We we just um, used those space heaters the whole time. Yeah, just be safe. Yeah, Thanks. it it isn't that nuts. <laughs> like, That's super nuts and dangerous. Yeah, like how does it, New York not implode? Like I, I don't understand. I don't know. It's so now expensive. I'm like I'm gonna go around my building and sniff with a lighter. Yeah, with a lighter. Well, yeah, I don't oh know. Oh my, that's you, horrible. You were Claudia. You were about to ask a question uh, before we started recording, and we like, no, hold it. Did we ever get to that? I we didn't, but I, I'll okay. I'll I'll do it real fast. Is a friend of mine uh, was uh, staying with her mother-in-law in Minneapolis and sent me clips of a polka show. That airs on local TV here. Oh, Minnesota you know? Polka Spotlight. I've been on there. You've been on there. Okay, yeah. so, so here's what happened. So she sent me, she sent me clips of it, and because we were fascinated, we were like, "There's a, there's just a show. All it is is polka, yeah. like couples dancing around, and and there's a phone number at the end of the show, and I actually called it because I wanted you to find out, I wanted to find out more about the show, and it was not the polka hotline that I thought it would be. It was like some other business was now had that phone number. So I was like, oh. How, oh, no. how old is this show? Well, I did it, is it recent? eight years ago. It was a gal, I think her name was Bev Rambo, who ran it, who who was in charge. She had a following all over the state. So I used to have a polka band, and I only play once a year now in August. So I, I'm i not. That's but, your polka time. you know, New Ulm, some of those towns still have You know their, New Ulm. Oh, you know. Bach yeah, Fest, yeah. and they have their polka fest, and they have uh-huh. their polka radio station. I really wish it would continue, just because it's so much fun, and it's so much drinking, and it's so much eating. And it, I used to sit in at May Slacks before new, their new ownership. They had polka Sundays, and I'd sit in with my clarinet and, and get a workout and play with some of the bands, <laughs> some of the good bands coming through. Oh, I think it was, maybe it was a request line. Maybe that's what it was. Mm. The phone number. So I was just like, I want to see what a polka request line sounds like, mm-hmm. and I did not get to hear. Aww. So I just want to know if this is like a, like a real like an institution here, well, or just part of the local color. It used to be more so. Duluth had one too, and New Ulm had one, and you could call in. They had AM, and they had for a while FM frequency, but I bet you they kept. I bet you they're back to AM. <laughs> um, so. So, but you're not here Sunday morning. If we drove up north to get close enough to Duluth, you could 
tune in to the Sunday Polka Show, but you got to go back to your big fancy city. I'm surprised New York's got to have tons of polka bars. I mean, you would think. I mean, like, there's a few. I just never go. Well, let's do no, it I'm next kidding. time. There's none. There's not oh, really. No. Too busy. Can't get in. Yeah. Hey, I'll take you to, um, there's new ownership now of the guest guest house. That's about it we have because Nice Polka Bar closed. Okay. For because of yeah, I heard about that construction. You know, you saw how angry I get. <laughs> um, and the Glockenspiel in in St. Paul closed. Gone Mexican yeah, restaurant now. Mayslax is new ownership, so we got to go to the gas half. Maybe we can we can hit the happy hour or something there. All right. Yeah, let's look it up. Let's look it up. It's new ownership, so there's no longer um, Heil Hitler reenactments. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's that place that got what? in trouble for World War II that's reenactments. Right. And they were wearing actual like Nazi uniforms. Yes. But those people don't own it anymore, so don't worry. <laughs> You're safe. You're safe. That's right. <laughs> I would be doing like an, an Anne Frank recreation in their yeah, attic. Yeah, <laughs> go hide in there. <laughs> that's right. Like, um, I'm not here. <laughs> Have you ever drank out of a boot, the big glass boot, Claudia, like that they do at those places? Um, no, not yet. You don't because you don't know it even. Do they have a mini glass, like a like a shot boot? I would do that. <laughs> That's there not as fun. There boot. is a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My I grandma gave me one when I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't know what the reference was. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about that either. That was a thing that. I remember in the 80s, there were little shock boots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on Mike's way down there. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for, for having us. Yes. Is there, uh, are are you selling anything at the shows, Mary, after the shows? Either of you? Yes. People can bring a little extra money and leave yeah. it the souvenir? CDs, koozie cups, T-shirts. Um, um, Tim gives massages once in a while. Oh. <laughs> are you selling anything, Claudia? No, I'm just... Here to help. <laughs> I have I have a uh, MaryMattComedy.com that I I'd like to always and that's a Twitter MaryMattComedy. Do you have a Twitter, Claudia? Yeah, I'm uh, Blodia Blogan. <laughs> blah blah. Blodia Blogan. Because I didn't. It was, okay, back when Twitter was first around, like they didn't give your whole name, like they didn't reveal your name. So I just wanted to handle that sounded like my name, so friends would know it was me. But you mm. couldn't do a search. Like, I was trying to, like, I had a day job back then. So, like, that was my way of being, like, incognito. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Rhyme it. <Yeah>. Nice. <coughs> anyway. All right. Um, I think that covers it. We got to bring some extra bucks, leave with the Mary Matt Koozie <laughs> t-shirt awesome, and CD awesome. all in the same package. Um, <laughs> got shows tonight if people hear this Thursday to Friday to Saturday. Yeah. Keep an eye out for the... Uh, for the Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah. <laughs> the one's leaving during my set. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that it's just like going to clear out before I even get on stage. So I have nothing to worry <laughs> Wait about. Wait a minute. Which show is it? Uh, they're coming Friday. So who knows if it's the 8 or 1030. Maybe right. they maybe they need to come to the 1030 so they can pray beforehand. If you are listening to this and you're coming to a show, one of the shows Friday, wear a white t-shirt or wear a white dress shirt and black pants even if you are not a Jehovah. <laughs> I want this place full. <laughs> a whiteout, can we call it? Yeah. I don't know. Is that okay? I a whiteout? I, I want everybody know. to show up in a white button-up shirt. Yeah. In a backpack and black leave tight. your bike outside. Wait, that's the Mormons. Oh, I think they both do that, don't do they? they? I don't know. Okay, we got a homework assignment. We got a homework assignment. I, I, I could be totally wrong. I'm, I'm only familiar with the hot dish religions. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, thank Claudia, you, great Justin. to meet you. Come thank back, you. Come Likewise. back soon. 
Come back soon. And uh, Mary, we'll see you at uh, like episode uh, 303, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 502. There you go. Thank you. Thanks.